What's up, family? This is the Just Breathe podcast, and I am April Love, personal brand success coach, entrepreneur, and now your new best friend. Just Breathe is all about all things you, taking your personal life to the next level. I know that it's sometimes hard to even catch your breath on a day-to-day basis, but we're going to inhale, exhale, and just breathe. Even though this year is closing and I feel like it was a blur, 2023 owes me nothing. I have been goal setting and I cannot wait to come into 2024 and make it all happen. I think it's the year of manifestation. This year was about intentionality. I was being very intentional about what and who and where, (laughs) you know, I was a part of, what I was a part of. And by doing that, I was able to really kind of align myself with some amazing people some amazing opportunities, some amazing projects. And so the last quarter is just dedicated to being grateful and excited because closing this year out with a bang is is my only goal. So I hope that's the same for you. And I hope you've made a list of all the things you're leaving in 2023 and bringing into 2024. But um, today is your lucky day because I have an amazing guest on. I am grateful to call him a friend. I know him in real life as well as I'm a fan of his music. He has a new project. I'm going to let him tell you about it, but it is incredible. And he's incredible. So we're going to get into his journey and we're going to take a deep breath in and exhale it out and get into this conversation. Help me welcome the Travis Malloy. (laughs) Hi, how how are you? I'm amazing. Boy's got a good vibration going on already. You ain't even said nothing. So, you know what? I have your bio here. I know you and what you've done, even with your brand here and your music. But I want you to tell the people, the people that may not know, who is Travis Malloy? I'm a singer, songwriter, producer, serial entrepreneur, motivational speaker. I'm a visionary. I'm a dreamer. I'm a doer. I'm a faith man. I make stuff happen. Nice. What does the word faith mean to you personally? Like, how's it shown up or in your life? You know, faith is the substance of things hoped for, evidence of things not seen. And I just, I've always been about believing in things to happen for me, mm-hmm. believing in God to make them happen for me or to give me the strength to make them happen for myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's what faith is to me. And I've just always been that faith guy. Like I had the, the faith the size of a mustard seed, but my I think my faith was much bigger than a mustard seed. I've always right. had a lot of faith. Even when I was have been disappointed, um, have been let down at times, I still had that, uh, that faith in my back pocket that mm. it was going to happen. Uh, so that's what it is for me, and that's who I am, just as a person in general. You are faith. Yeah, I am. If faith, faith was a person, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I'm the faith man. Wow. So share with us a little bit about your upbringing. Where are you from? How'd I'm from know? Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Okay. Uh, born and raised, you know, black and yellow. You know how black we do yellow, all Steelers, day. Yes, the Steelers, sure. the Panthers, the Pirates, mm-hmm. the Penguins. All you know, of that. You know all of that. <laughs> it's a sports town. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I had older parents and my mom and my dad, uh, they weren't together, you know, growing up. But, 
You know, he was always in my life. Oh, that's um, My mom, it was a single mom of three, and mm-hmm. she raised us. She's definitely a superstar. Nice. Uh, she raised us by herself, and she made it happen with the support of my dad. And um, Pittsburgh is a very small city. It's a sports town, as I uh, referred to. Yeah. So I, I felt like I reached my peak there, and I had to, you know, go to the next level. So I came down south. You know, I needed some southern hospitality. Oh, shoot. <laughs> and you showed up, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when did you know that you were Travis Malloy, this musician, this gifted writer? Like, when did, you know... You know what? Well, you know, a lot of people try to shy away from it, but I was born and raised in church. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where my foundation is in, in music. And, you know, and I grew up in a I didn't grow up in an overly religious home, but I did grow up in a very spiritual home. So we were allowed. I wasn't the guy that wasn't allowed to listen to R&B. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we were while we were listening to, you know, Kurt Franklin and John P. Key, we were listening to Jodeci and Earth, Wind and Fire as well. Mm. You know, while we were listening to Vanessa Bell, we were listening to, you know, Tina Marie, you know what I mean? And Evelyn Champagne King. Mm. So I had this very unique, uh, I was exposed to a lot of great music. Mm -hmm. And uh, my mom ended up putting me into the performing arts high school, uh, Kappa High School, which is where I graduated from. And that's when I kind of found my love for like, performing you know obviously you know I singing in church and things like that that was always like a big thing for me but when I got to school and started really learning about the gifts that I had that God had given me you know because when you grow up in church you don't have any formal you know training on anything Mm -hmm. you're just singing playing the piano playing the drums doing whatever you need to do to make service go good but when I got to high school with uh professional teachers who were who was teaching me what I was singing teaching me what I was playing you know what I mean and showing me how to direct and arrange and all those things that's when I fell in love with it and immediately following high school I didn't go to college I jumped straight into music I felt like that wasn't my direct path to go straight to college I just wanted to do music and what made me happy that was the only thing that just made me feel good it's like medicine it's a universal language and music music is just so beautiful so do you feel like it's a calling? Was it pulling on you at that point? Uh, or were yeah. you just drawn to it you know, because it, it was it's always, sounding good? <laughs> it's always been a calling. I, okay. I do believe it was a calling. You know, obviously, we growing up in church. Yeah. You, I didn't been prophesied to. And oh, probably people numerous spoken times. over my life many, many times. Um, and a lot of it was, you know, on point for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and then growing up, you know, listening to Tevin Campbell saying, can we talk? And, <laughs> and John right. P. Keyes singing Show Up and all yes. these great, it was, and Charlie Wilson and the Gap Band. It's you like, I, your playlist. you know what I'm saying? Like I, I wanted to mix all of that together. Mm-hmm. So that's really what my sound is even today. It's literally like a mixture of John P. Key and Jodeci and Charlie uh, Wilson. What do you call Kirk that? Franklin. It's, it's, you know, it's, I don't know what to call it, but it's like, <laughs> it's like the greatest Southern gumbo you could ever have in your life. Yeah, that's what it sounds like, a whole gumbo. Yeah, so it's like, I I feel like I was always called to impact people. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I don't necessarily know if that's just music. God has blessed me with a unique personality Mm -hmm. to make people smile. True. And and so I like to say I'm also an entertainer. You know, growing up in church, we weren't allowed to say that. 
mm-hmm. um, because you ain't supposed to entertain nobody. It's about Christ. But, you know, <laughs> you know, now that I'm older, I'm much more confident in who I am and what I've really been called to do. And it's okay right. to entertain people. I love to make people laugh. I love to make people mm-hmm. feel better. Right. I just did a listening session a couple weeks ago, and a girl that I hadn't seen in 20 years came up to me and said, you probably don't remember me, but I was a senior when you were a freshman. She said, and I always knew you were going to do big things. And she said, and one of those things that made me feel that way is because growing up, you always had something uplifting to say in school and you always made people smile. Oh, and it just, what a legacy. It just shifted my whole body when she said that uh-huh. because I don't necessarily remember. Yeah. But that's who I am who today were. and that's yeah. who I was. Yeah, you know, so it's a just... blessing that she didn't forget. And I haven't seen her in 20 years, didn't know she was even coming. And impacted her. And impacted her. So that was a blessing. So that's that's, that's who I am. So that's who you, that's what you're here to do. Impact (laughs) the world, okay? Yes, ma'am. So my question, um, because I'm back up to something you said in regards to, you prefaced it by saying not religious, but spiritual. Mm -hmm. What what does that mean to you, the the differentiation between the two? Um, Because a lot of people are very mindful saying, not religious now. You know, religion Mm -hmm. is... Rules and regulations. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's some of them are great pathways to live a better life, but spiritual is like having a relationship with God and your relationship not being funneled through other people. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot that's that's happening a lot in churches. Yeah, like, it's like about, you gotta have the y- shepherd or whatever. Yeah, you know. it's like a whole system. Yeah, and the truth is, I didn't really start. Uh, experiencing the next level of blessings Mm -hmm. and the manifestation of God's promises over my life until I left church for a season Mm -hmm. because I needed to detox from all the things that I learned. I needed to unlearn a lot of toxic traits Mm -hmm. that I learned in church Mm -hmm. Um, because a lot of times, you know, people don't say this often, but, you know, I'm grown now so I can say it, but (laughs) but there's a lot of traumatized people in church oh yeah trying to help each other exactly and they all end up traumatizing each exactly. other sometimes and it's almost like the people trying to save somebody from drowning and, and drown themselves yeah just yeah. everybody's just like in this pool mm-hmm. and you know so when you're and even the people that are trying to teach you mm-hmm. are traumatized right and 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 so i had to walk away from the system not god i had to walk away from the system of church to really grow and detox from all of those toxic things and to regrow mm-hmm. and to mm-hmm. relearn yeah. so that I could really start experiencing the next level. Yeah. 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 Separation. I liken it to that too. Like, for instance, if you, this is your hometown, sometimes mm-hmm. you got to get out of your hometown mm-hmm. for people to really appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Or for, you know what I'm saying? Because they're so comfortable with yep. you. Then you got separation from, you know, something in a relationship, like a marriage or whatever. Mm-hmm. But sometimes that doesn't mean the end of the marriage. So the separation part is is a very, I hope you guys are picking that up. Sometimes you just have to be willing to just take yourself out of a situation so you can really assess yeah. and yeah. see when you can go back or yeah. if you ever can. Yeah. And it was, it was, it was good for me. Mm-hmm. It was good for me. You know, How did you come out of it? Because I mean, somebody could be right where you are today. You, honestly, yeah. uh, my pastor brought me out of it. Okay. Uh, the great, Bishop William Murphy. Yes. Uh, I'm rocking a payback yeah, yeah. sweatshirt. Can't wait for the release. My pastor brought me out of it. And you know, he always says, 
you know, when he's extending Christ and for, you know, people to join our church, yeah. he always says it's a well-balanced church. Mm-hmm. And I needed a balanced church. I yeah. needed a pastor that's radical about the next level yeah. and about Christ at the same time. Same time. And, and he not being the only one benefiting from the blessings. Make me you know, off. Bishop Murphy goes <laughs> out of his way to make sure that we are all blessed. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And that we're all going after it. Mm-hmm. So he brought me out of it because I was done. I was done. I didn't want to see nobody's church. I didn't want to. Listen, I for the first time, I've been a minister of music of churches since I was 10 years old. Wow. This is the first time in three years that I'm not working in church. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times you don't get fed where you're working because you're so busy working. Right. And so it has felt amazing to me to go to church, get the words, sing from the pew, yeah. and go home. Now, if my bishop asked me to do something, you know, I'm going to do it. Yeah, you gotta But, do <laughs> you know, as far as like the staff member type vibe, you know, I just haven't wanted to do that. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying that I ever, won't ever go back to it, yeah. but I needed this season to just be fed. Mm-hmm. And so my church. Good? Yes. Ah. <laughs> and let me tell you something. There's no church like the Dream Center Church of Atlanta. I love it's it. It's changed my life. Shout out to it's Dream Center. My life. And he's in tune. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He, he, he there's is. times I'll be sitting in that pew trying to figure stuff out and he'll just walk up to me. He he ain't even know what's going on and be like, Hey, everything you need is getting ready to come find you. He'll just walk away. You gotta have you gotta have a shepherd, a leader. Like that. You mm-hmm. got to have somebody like that in your mm-hmm. life that's in tune with what you got going on. Right. Yeah. And that's praying for you. So, yes. Absolutely. And, and yeah, and gets it. Yep. Absolutely gets it. So what other, um like, how? okay, so now take us back to when you, okay, you got a gift. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit more mm-hmm. marketable and thing than you really, when it's not <laughs> this little hobby. When you realize this and you're like, I'm not even going to college because this is what I'm going to do. What was that like? How how seamless was that? And how, you know, did you it, have any... You know what? It, it was, it was, it felt like it could have been seamless, but it was a little pressure, but it wasn't pressure that my family put on me. It was pressure that I put on myself because mm. um, that's just what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom supported me. She said, listen, I'm going to help you and financially support you as if you're going to college because mm. that's how much my mom believes in me Good to mom. this day, you know? So... I, I, I just jumped straight into the music and I'm the only person in my immediate family that didn't go to college. Mm. So you got to understand that was the pressure that I put on myself mm-hmm. because every time I felt like something wasn't working, yeah. I would immediately start thinking, oh, maybe I should have went to college or, you know, <laughs> to start thinking about the system of the world. That's the programming. Instead of the system that I was designed to create. Boy. Yeah. So, you know, I'm in a season now where it's like, I'm not following the systems of the world. I'm no. built, I'm built my own. That's right. You know, so my mom is like, she's I so proud that. of me to see now, you know, and it's so funny, you know, now everybody, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I support everybody who's gone. I really do. But, you know, everybody, most people that went that I know ain't even working in the field. They went tr- oh, trying no, to get no. rid, of, rid of school, student Stacks, loans yes. and all kinds of stuff. Exactly. But you, but you know why? Because they went because they felt like they were supposed to. Mm-hmm. Instead of being called to go or feeling like that was the direction yeah. they needed to go. I this remember, is what you do. Oh, God. April Love. I remember sitting in high school in 11th grade. At that time, I think, is when you start filling out applications. Yeah. And I remember sitting up there acting like I was filling one out for Howard because everybody else was doing it. And I'm like, well, I'm going to Howard. Uh, I knew that wasn't my calling. 
And I and I and I went to my mom and said, "Hey, I don't want to go. I want to jump straight into music." And that's why I'm excited to launch this year the Malloy Legacy Foundation Scholarship for Dreamers. Oh, nice! Because I remember sitting in my high school at our awards ceremony. And, you know, this is what they said. They said I was one of the most talented kids to ever be in that school mm-hmm. in 20, 30 years. And I didn't get not one award because I was not eligible because I wasn't going to college. I didn't get no scholarship. I didn't get no nothing. So think about how that could make a creative feel that 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 immediately puts in your system mm-hmm. that you're not making the right decision because you're not eligible yeah. for funding for somebody to just say, hey, here's a thousand dollars to go get some studio equipment. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that I want to change. I want to go into these schools now when they when it's time for that award ceremony and start blessing these kids that say, hey, that's not my direct path. Right. But I want to be a, an artist, a painter. I want to go and, and open up my own studio mm-hmm. or I want to drop my clothing line. You don't know what you know, what callings and gifts that these people yeah, have exactly. that can change the world. Mm-hmm. But if we put in their system that that's not good enough. Yeah. Because you're already not eligible for an award because you're not going to a higher learning facility. You know what I'm saying? It's so, like a rule. Yeah, it's, just, it's, <laughs> it's that. So, again, I appreciate having an amazing support system like my mom and my family and my friends. People always ask me, how did you do it? It's because I had people around me who really supported me. I'm not going to get on this podcast and TV <laughs> show and, and make something up and tell y'all they told me I wasn't going to make it. <laughs> they didn't tell me that. Right. My friend. Now, if people thought that, they didn't say it to me. Mm-hmm. But my friends and my family believed in me and they knew that I would make it. And you got to have people around you mm-hmm. that believe at Absolutely. your level. At your level. Everybody's not right. going to believe at your level. And that's yeah. OK, because some people don't have the capacity to believe at your level. But you got to have. Mm-hmm. A certain amount of people around you that when you, because every day I don't wake up feeling like Mr. Millions, Billions, Trillions. Okay. And sometimes I got to get on the phone and say, hey, I need some help today. Yeah, and be reminded. And be reminded. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's good accountability. Good friends. Yeah. So now I'm glad you brought up Millions, <laughs> Billions, and Trillions. Let's get into it. I'll take, I'll take line number one, number two. <laughs> yeah, we're going to take all of them. But yeah, what inspired this? And it, it just... It went viral, it's, you know, it, kind of tell us about that journey. It changed my life. It was, <laughs> um, you know, the middle of the pandemic. I uh-huh. was just talking to a friend of mine about how scary it was. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize how scary it was really until about a week or so ago. And I was, I remember getting in my car mm-hmm. and not seeing any cars anywhere. Right. That probably freaked me out more than people dying from COVID. It did something to my mind to, you know, you know how busy Atlanta is. Yeah. So to be driving around and see nobody. Right. Something about I didn't know what kind of world I was living in. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know what was getting ready to happen. And I wanted to create something that would help elevate people's mind and take them to a whole nother level of consciousness. Mm-hmm. And not just them, but for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I needed something to encourage me too. So I felt like millions, billions, trillions, the words alone, <laughs> it is uh, indicative of elevation. It is symbolic of going to the next level. Um, and not just about money. 
Right. But just another level of consciousness in the way you think, yes. going bigger, going higher. Everybody is not called to be an entrepreneur. No. But some people just want to buy their first car yeah. and need help with the level of consciousness that they can even do it. Right. You know, the first level or the first course of accepting blessings is really accepting that you even deserve to be blessed. Right. A lot of people from our culture, you know, growing mm. up in church, don't even believe that they deserve mm. that level or scared of this kind of money. Or like they, they don't need it. They don't need earthly. Yeah. They got, it's going to be in their heavenly and, home. And that's what we've been trained to Absolutely. believe that, you know, your mansion is not down here. But I want both. I'll take it. I want a mansion <laughs> here I, I do. and in I heaven. I do. I do. And I believe if we serve yes. a great and the great and mighty God that we serve, right. that he's able and willing to do it and give you the desires of your heart. Exactly. You know, the Bible says that he will give you knowledge that brings you wealth. wealth exactly and i just really really believe knowledge. that you could have whatever you say whatever you can you say. have whatever you see mm-hmm. i remember being in uh los angeles i have a ritual i've been on this manifestation kick for a long time yeah we're gonna get into that every yeah. time i go to la i mm-hmm. make my friends drive me through bel-air and beverly hills mm-hmm. every time they they be looking at me like travis you didn't done this a million times it does something mm-hmm. for me yeah. it does something for my spirit and it, it's almost like it, it it's like the gym it's like working out yeah. for me when, when, as far as manifestation is mm-hmm. concerned. So I make them drive. And I remember I made them take me to uh, the, the standing house. I was down outside the Playboy Mansion and I think the uh, Beyonce's house in that, <laughs> that neighborhood. Yeah. And, and I got out. You know, you can't see the house. It's like these yeah. big gates. Mm-hmm. And I swear I heard the voice of God tell me if I could bring you to it, I could give it to you. You wouldn't even be able to get that close to it if it wasn't obtainable. Completely and agree. I just, oh, Completely God, it just changed agree. my life. Just standing there looking mm-hmm. at that gate yeah, and looking at them trees covering that house. Right. Said, I could, if I could bring you here, I could give it to exactly. you. Exactly. So every time, so this last time I was in L.A., mm-hmm. I said, take me back. I've been doing this 10, 12 years. <laughs> I, I said, take me back. We went back and the houses, watch this, April, the houses started looking cheaper. Some of y'all, some of, oh man, listen, when I used to ride through Bel Air, sometimes it would look like you, I could never get it. Yes. But it almost started, they didn't look bad. It Mm -mm. just, my, my mind has changed the way the prices even look. I'm getting ready to do a backflip off this oh, chair. April I'm going to be right behind you. But my I'm mind, gonna be right my mindset you I, has yes. changed so much mm-hmm. that now I'm not walking and driving through Bel Air as a visitor. I'm exactly. driving through like I'm getting ready to be your neighbor. Exactly. Without a doubt. Without, without a, a shadow doubt. of a doubt. Without that a is doubt. possible. That is possible. What? Where do you think it came? Where do you think the limiting beliefs came from? Where do you because I mean as kids we got huge imaginations and we got little I'm a, mansions I'm a, and, and I and I don't want people to take this the wrong way because yeah. we're growing and yeah. everybody's growing and people only knew what they knew and people only taught what they were exactly. what they were taught yep. and what they learned but a lot of That's it was true. learned in the uh, enslaved bondage mentality mm-hmm. of religious systems. I'm not going to say church because every church isn't like that. Not every, but, but religious lot. systems mm-hmm. have taught us not to believe at that level Mm-mm. because we're not supposed to even have those things down here on earth. 
And a lot of times in church, we've been taught like almost as if salvation is synonymous with struggle. Right. And I've decided not to receive that. They just took that long suffering and ran away. Yeah, it's almost like, you know, you know, if you're going to really be sold out for Christ and, you know, we sing these songs, you know, I'll take Jesus over, you know, silver and gold. But actually, it's okay to have both. Right. I want Jesus and I want silver and gold. And me wanting both doesn't mean that you have to remind me that Jesus is first. I know that. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's been put in us. Yeah. You know, don't worry about these things down here. Mm -hmm. You just serve them and struggle and you're going to be rewarded in heaven. Mm -hmm. And I just think that is a terrible system. And that is one thing that my pastor Mm -hmm. has destroyed in our church. We don't think like that. Mm-mm. We're going to be blessed here and live abundantly in heaven when, when it's time for us to go. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, so, so I think that's where it came from. But millions, billions, trillions, I I was uh, working uh, at a church as a minister of music. Um, and at the time, the pastor let me go. Um, and in that moment that he let me go, I didn't know what I was getting ready to do. This is in Atlanta. Yes, this mm-hmm. is in Atlanta. I didn't know what I was going to do. And when he let me go, you know, we hung up the phone and I stood in the in a ball of bills and tears at the same time, like, God, what am I going to do? And he said, I gave you millions, billions, trillions three months ago, and you sat on it. See, sometimes God will create situations to force you into entrepreneurship. You better say that. And to force you into things that you've been sitting on. Some of us have been sitting on multi-million dollar ideas, but you were sitting because you were comfortable. Comfortable. But what happened was I released millions, billions, trillions, and made my salary in 60 days three times. Don't tell nobody I told you that. Uh, what? You get what I'm saying? Yes. And it wasn't about it wasn't about that what I created was so great. It was that I was obedient. Yes. That's that God it. gave it to me and I put it out. Right. He said, I'm going to show you another way. Mm-hmm. And the truth is our words have power. Because one day I was on my way to rehearsal and I called my manager. I said, I can't wait till I don't have to do this to survive. And got fired two months later. <laughs> but you know, that's just how it works. Yeah, that's how it works. A lot of times we be shocked, but God ain't shocked. He said, I got you. Yeah, I'm going to put it together all. for you now. Yeah. So millions, billions, trillions has has changed my life. And and not just financially, it's changed my level of thinking. Mm-hmm. It's, I'm, because millions, billions, trillions, the brand is still teaching me every day. There are times that I'll say things and catch myself like, Mm-mm, I didn't mean that. I'll take it back. Ooh. I'll take it back. Let me let me fix that. Because, you know, we just subconsciously say things. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes I get on my mom. Sometimes she'd be like, oh, you know, I can't afford that. Don't say that. Because whatever you put out there. Exactly what it is. Is exactly what it what is. Think it, so shall they be. Yes. It's mind power. And it's like, really, that scripture is next level. You know, mm-hmm. we didn't know the power of that until I got to this age of as a man thinketh. Yes. So is he. he yep. You know, we say these scriptures, but we don't really believe them. Mm-mm. The scripture said, let the weak say I am strong. strong. Yes. And let the poor say I am, I am rich. rich. Mm-hmm. That's speaking to the economy. That is. That ain't to, that ain't said nothing about you're going to be rich in heaven and all mm-hmm. that. Yes, we will be as well. But it said, let the weak say I am strong. You yeah. were supposed to declare what you want, not what, what, you, what you, are. you are. Right. You know what I'm saying? So now state. what I try to help my friends and the people around me is to not speak to their situation, mm-hmm. but to speak to what is coming mm. and what is already here. You know, and I hate to sound like a pastor, but you know, the other scripture says, 
For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared to the glory that shall be revealed, not happen. No. Reveal. Re-reveal. You know what that means. Reveal yeah. means it's already done. done. You're just getting ready yeah, to walk up on it. Yeah, you about to see it. Yes, exactly. You're going to move the curtains, whatever and, you got to do. And that's what the it reveal. is. The curtains is getting ready. It's the reveal it's for the me. Reveal it's for the reveal too, for me, Travis. It's the reveal. But, uh, ain't no, it's not a room in the studio for me nah, to take a lap. So, so now just settle know, down. That's where we at. Millions, billions, <laughs> trillions. We dropped it and it went viral. Yeah, it literally it, went viral. It truly went viral. It went viral. It wasn't no paid ads. I, if I lie to you not, I probably spent $50 on Instagram. It was literally organic. It was almost like people were like, oh, my God, I need this. I need this. I need this. Mm-hmm. It's, it's helping me think better. People would send us messages like, why is my shirt taking so long? I'm closing on my house. <laughs> and I want to close <laughs> in my shirt. Ooh. So it's like. Yes. It's that it's that next mm-hmm. level. So now it's turned, and I, I I keep referencing my pastor because he has helped me elevate my mind. He says, stop calling it a t-shirt line. It's not a t-shirt line. It's a prophetic movement. All right, Bishop. And when he said that, it shifted me because I told somebody, I said, I want to be in Neiman Marcus for Black History Month. Somebody told me, that's just a t-shirt line. That's, that, shirt, that line ain't high fashion enough to even be in a store like that. I said, it's not a t-shirt line. It's a prophetic movement. A year later, <laughs> Neiman Marcus was highlighting me as a fashion designer. Come on here. For millions, billions, trillions. Right. And they had never seen that many people standing and staring at a mannequin, trying to figure out where did it come from and how can they get it. Wow. So it's now gone from the t-shirt line yeah. to the prophetic movement now to the global motivational platform. We're doing conferences, we're doing summits, we're doing seminars, we're doing podcasts. I mean, we're we're doing so many things to elevate people. And as I was telling one of your producers earlier, we are elevating and a lot of people are waking up. Mm-hmm. We're waking up. Oh my God, I just got through talking about that. Do you feel this 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 shift as a lot of people now, a whole bunch of salacious things have been coming out for people in positions. Yeah, yeah. And that's in the kingdom and in the yeah, world. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's right. It's, it's across that's right. That's right. all platforms. And the fact that that, re- that regime is, they're just spiraling out, taking each other down. With, you let know me, what I'm saying? Let me tell you something. And I ain't, you know, I'll say within the last 10 years, yeah. but in the last few years, you'd be surprised of how I was like trying so hard to get meetings with some of these same people that are coming down, trying Mm. to connect their names with my brand. Mm. I'm talking about I was one separation from meetings with some of these people that God blocked. That's right. Can you imagine if this brand that I worked so hard for was connected to all the stuff that's going on in this world right now? You know, so everything ain't rejection. Mm -hmm. It's God's protection. Mm Mm-hmm. It's God's protection. And that's why you got to really trust the process. Mm -hmm. I would have saved a lot of sick, sick nights and anxiety attacks if I had just accepted the process. Like, hey, it's going to happen. Right. It ain't going to happen in your time, but it's going to happen. Absolutely. Timing. We've said that timing thing again. Timing is everything. It's everything. And it's nothing like God's timing. It's all God. I I keep referencing. I'm referencing these people because I just told you previously that you really got to have people in your life to uplift you. When I was sleeping on my mentor's couch five and a half years ago and I was crying saying, God, when is it going to be my turn? He came out of his room and sat on that couch and said, you're too special to be an overnight success. Them tears, I don't know where they went. They just dried up. I don't never play about heard you. nobody say nothing like uh, that to me. 
He said, you are too special to God to be an overnight yeah. success. He said, because the longevity that you're going to have, yeah. it just it's going to take a little bit more time. Mm-hmm. He's building you. He's building, He's your, building your character. He's building your character. That's what that character. does. That, that long period, that's... There's a lot of stuff now that I'm dealing with differently that I would have dealt with differently five years ago. You know, there's stuff that I went through years ago that now that when I deal with it, it's like, okay, no problem. Because you've been processed. Yeah, it's the process. And I'm not saying I'm where I want to be, but I ain't where I used to be. And we're growing and sifting and learning. Yeah. But when he said that to me, in that moment, I accepted that I was special to God. I'm not you accepted it. Not that I was just Open. a child of God, but I was special to him. Very. I had to accept that in that moment. Like, wow, he cares about me. Uh, he knows what I need. He knows my desires. He knows I want to take care of my mom. He knows I want to take care of my family and, and the promises that I made my nephews that I got y'all. Don't worry mm-hmm. about nothing. I need God to do it for me so I can open up the doors for my yes. family. He mm-hmm. said, I got you. And when I do it, you're going to be do every, you're gonna be able to do everything you dreamed about. Promises, God. Promises. Yes, Speaking amen. of promises, I ain't trying to take over the interview. Ah! But <laughs> Have your way. Speaking of promises, I, I, there's a song on the new album. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'll let you talk about it. I just, there's a song on the album called Promises. Amazing. And um, I let's was, get into manifestation. Manifestation, it's the completion of a thing. It's amazing. It's not manifesting. That's the process. Uh-huh. The manifestation is, it's already here. Mm. And that's the power I want to give people back. There's a song on that album called Promises, and I literally, while I was writing it, mm-hmm. I was crying because five years ago when I was writing songs from a couch and from a blow up bed and from a floor. And from a couch in L.A. and a floor in New York. And when I looked out at my view today while I was writing that song, Mm -hmm. it reminded me that God kept his promises. And that he did just what he said he was going to do. And I'm living in a neighborhood that I drove through five years ago and said, I can't wait to be able to afford to live in this neighborhood. I can't wait to afford to live in that building. So when I was writing this song from that building. Right. Please don't make me do a backflip out this chair, ah. April Love. When I started thinking about how God can't lie Mm-mm. and that he is still keeping his promises. Yes. I'm literally like this Levite that God is sending out now. You know, the master prophet, Ibn R. Jordan, he teaches me like I'm a new age pastor. Mm-hmm. And I remember he told me this three years ago. He said, you know, you're a pastor. I said, no, don't put that on me. I don't want nothing to do with that. Right. He said, no, because you're thinking traditionally. Right. He said, but no, you're literally called to help save people and bring people to another level of consciousness. So that's where I'm at now. It's like everybody I encounter, it's like, hey, we're going to elevate. What are mm. you thinking? What's your biggest dream? We not listen. We don't know how long we got. We not doing nothing that ain't what you've been called to do. Right. We not doing. Time. Yeah, we don't have time. We don't have time. You not know what I mean? Not, we don't have time. We ain't got time. So mm-hmm. don't tell me nothing about next year. You don't right? know if you're gonna be here next week. Exactly. So we gotta do it now. Yeah. And, and just as a reminder to people that God keeps his promises. He cannot lie. He's gonna do just what he said, and he's yes. gonna keep doing it. And reminding you, I got you. 
Yes. So whoever's listening to this, I don't care if you're in the studio or right. out, out of the studio. Right. Every word that he promised you is going to come to pass. You, your job is just to get ready for when that curtain open. Right. For the reveal. The reveal. The it's reveal. The reveal. You got to get ready it's for when reveal. that curtain opens. So the manifestation is the teachings of uh, Bishop Murphy and and Ebenard Jordan and Reverend Ike. I, the late Come on, Reverend, Reverend Ike. Ike. I listen to Reverend Ike every <laughs> night. Just a whole nother level of consciousness and yeah. thinking and, yeah. and just my friends and everything we talk about. Just going to the next level and better days. We're not singing about better days being on the way. Better days are already here. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? So that's what we're talking about. And it's an amazing album. I, I got some incredible features on the album. Uh, Fred Hammond. Vanessa Bell Armstrong, yeah. John P. Key, Lisa Noel Smith, Yana Crawley, Charles Butler, playing. William Murphy. I mean, it's just so many great people on this album. It was I, I, I joke with my friends to say it's the new Wild Gospel. You remember back in the day? Yeah. Wild, wild, wild 98 yes. where they would put all the different exactly. collaborations all together. All the different um, but, artists. But yeah. that's, what, that's what this is. Collaboration is another level of elevation. Mm-hmm. So I came together with some of my idols, but that's another level of the manifestation. Right. I grew up wanting to be John P. Key. <laughs> that was a dream of mine to work with him. He's like a... a, a father figure to me in my mm-hmm. head. You know what I mean? Yeah. So to have him on the album, Vanessa Bell Armstrong, one of my favorite singers of all time, to have her on the album. Fred Hammond, come on now. Who ain't singing Fred Hammond every Sunday? So it's just like right. I grew up on Fred Hammond. So to have him on this project was incredible. So did you produce the whole? I produced this. In, and, and wrote? I produced the whole record. All I right. wrote the whole record with a few uh, co-writers and a few collaborations. I collaborated with uh, Aaron Thomas. I collaborated with... Troy Love Oliver, it. Troy Taylor, uh, Zaytoven, uh, yes, Kenny Eldridge. I, I did. I did a lot of collaboration on this album. Um, it was incredible. So, how does this differ from your previous work? My mind is different. Okay. My mind is different. You know, I wasn't writing from a place of God. When you gonna do it? Mm-hmm. When is it gonna be my turn? I wasn't writing from a place of slavery. And I'm not saying that I'm that I didn't write from that place because of where I am today. Right. Because even if I was still sleeping on a blow up mattress, my mindset is different now. Mm. See, sometimes when you your mind elevates, your mind gotta elevate before your money catches Absolutely. up to it. Absolutely. It has to So the truth is it's not won't. just about <laughs> where I am, you yeah. know, in, in in status, but it's just my mind is different. So that's why the music is different. Because it's like some of the stuff I was singing about, I don't have yet. But I got to sing it like I got it. That's the manifestation. Yeah, it's the manifestation. <laughs> That's the manifestation. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, it's that. It's that. Wow. That's Everybody, you better go stream. Stream Please. manifestation. And, and you know, come on, we did this independently. Oh, amazing. No label. No, I love that. No distribution deal. We don't have no private investors and all of that. Oh, no, 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 okay. no. We did this all independent and we debuted at number one in 30 minutes on iTunes. Wow. Number one independently. God does not play about you. All day. Okay. And that's the manifestation. That was yeah. a dream. That was a dream of mine to do that independently. And I love that you're so specific. You know what I'm saying? Like you bring <laughs> you bring you bring language, specificity. <laughs> what is the word? To the Actual goal, the desire. That's the desires of our heart. Yeah. God knows. 
knows? God yeah. knows. Sometimes before we, sometimes you don't even remember. Yep. And it's just like, this is a longing. This is a desire. And some people just leave broad. Oh, I want a man. Yeah. Uh-uh. Nah. You better, uh-uh. You got to. You got to be specific. Very you gotta, specific. And you got to say what you want. Yeah. You gotta say what you, you have want. To. Uh, somebody just recently asked me, it's like, what do you what do you want to be? I said, I want to be extremely wealthy so that I could help people and so that I could sow back into mm-hmm. businesses and then I can sow back into the kingdom and exactly. my family and my church. I, that's what I want. I'm not gonna say, you know, people be so churchy and be like, oh, I just want to be a blessing. Okay, well, you can be a blessing and be broke too. Right, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Be but a nah. blessing and need a blessing. And need a blessing mm-hmm. at the same time. time. <laughs> So, yeah, I want to be extremely wealthy so that I can help people. That's a mm. dream of mine. You know, I remember years ago, somebody asked somebody, hey, what do you do when you've accomplished all your goals? And one thing that I, now that I'm able to, I'm still accomplishing goals, but I know what it is. I want to give money away. Mm-hmm. I want to help people. I want to start businesses for people. Some people just need a little push. That's it. You'd be surprised how many people just need their car paid off. That's it. They don't even need a million dollars. Just right. pay my car off and right. I got the rest. Exactly. Some people just need a little, a little push. Help. Yeah, it's all. You know what I mean? Most yeah. people are literally just working to pay rent and pay their car note. You know what I mean? So yeah. just think about, I did some math. Now, this is crazy. You don't hear people talk about this because people be scared to talk about this. I did some math. Mm-hmm. One day I was standing outside my house. Uh, not my house. I was standing outside my uh, apartment that I have. Mm-hmm. And... I calculated how many people live in the building Mm -hmm. and how many people and what the rent is, the average rent, and how much it would be to pay it for a year. And it was like $3 million. Mm -hmm. There's people that got homes that's $100 million. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine just, you know, me being able to go to my apartment complex and say, hey, I wrote this whole album in this building. So I'm paying everybody's rent for the rest of the year. <laughs> See, I want to do stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, You know how many people yeah. just need a push mm-hmm. or that may be behind? Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, there's so many times we sit next to people in church or we're at the gas station and some people are, are suicidal. Oh, absolutely. On their last leg, don't mm-hmm. know how they're going to make it. And it just they just needed an encouraging word to say, hey, I believe in you. And the vision that you have and that God put his hand on is going to happen. And that just changed somebody's life right in that moment. In that moment. That's what I'm called to do. That's my purpose, to help elevate people and impact people. I love that. Oh, I love that. And I love that all of that. Tell us everything around that now. So we have Manifestation, which is out now. Yep. We have Millions, Billions, Trillions. Yes. The prophetic movement. Yes. Okay. And we have what you... As a performing artist. Yes, I'm an artist. I'm a singer, songwriter, producer, entertainer. So, you know, we're doing TV. We're doing music. We're doing albums. We're doing all kinds of stuff. We got our our show getting ready to drop. Uh, Let's Catch a Vibe, a little podcast show we're going to do. You and who? Um, Just a few of my friends. Okay. Just doing what we do in the living room. Okay. (laughs) Right. You know what I'm saying? Just getting it together. And and I have a new kids line that's coming. Um, oh. And it's all about it's all empowering the next generation so that they know what they're looking forward to. That brand is called My Future is Huge. Mm. Everything we do is going to be about going to the next level. So I, I want every kid in the world to wear that hoodie and that shirt. And we're getting ready to drop. My Future is Huge. Before Christmas? 
Yeah, we're going to drop oh. it. We're dropping it this week. Wow. My okay. future is huge. I love that. And I believe that for me, too. But I'm just dropping it for the kids. But my future is huge. Yeah, I'm a strong believer in also that whole manifest wearing stuff. You got to wear you get, Yeah. You know, the Reverend Ike teaches us about visualization. Yeah. You got to see it. You have to see it. You got to look at it. You got to be able to look at it yeah. and see it. That's why I have my friends take me. Listen, sometimes I, I drive through Sandy Springs. Uh-huh. Over there through Alpharetta, I drive through and I'll be picking out my neighborhood. Mm. I'll be like, oh, I like this. I think I'll get something like this. Confident. Right. Because it will happen. I used to drive through like, oh, my God, what do these people do? Now, now I don't have like, to worry about because mm-hmm. I know what I do. Right. You know what you're... And, it, it, and I know now. what I'm doing right now is going to put me right. in there. Right, right. So I, don't, I ain't worried about what they do. You ain't worried about your neighbors. You just know that they will be neighbors. They get ready to hear me out there mowing that lawn. I don't mow my own lawn. Okay. Yeah, I want I want to mow my own lawn. When they, they when they hear that loud music and that that U haul backing up, <laughs> they gonna know we got some money. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I love that. I love your energy. I could talk to you all night. Yes, man. So, um, first of all, thank you for taking your time. Yes. To come by Thank and you for having me. breathe with us. I had a good time. I know I didn't breathe. I've been talking the whole okay, time. Okay, let's do it real quick. Everybody okay. do it with right, us breathe. because we 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 heard a lot. You dropped a lot of amazing nuggets and we're all in the process. Well, we should be reprogramming or, you know, processing. Yeah. That's how yeah. we evolve. So yeah. this, just take a deep breath in through your nose, guys. Now exhale, but make a noise like an ah. <sighs> And just settle right there. Settle right there. I'm too excited for you all. I'm excited for us. 2024 is what you make it, what you proclaim, and what you agree with God about concerning you. And it could be huge. I, I, I know yours is going to be huge. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's here. And whoever's watching, and I don't know if this is okay for me to say, but, you know, start the business. Start the LLC. Start writing the book. Write the song. Yes. Even if you don't have the money right now, go drive in the neighborhood you want to be in. Go to the dealership and go sit at the car and take a picture of it and put it as a screensaver on your phone. Make the decisions for those things to come find you and happen for you. Just breathe. This is so good. Again, make sure you follow Travis. Please follow me at Instagram, at Travis Malloy, T-R-A-V-I-S-M-A-L-L-O-Y. And please visit my website, thetravismalloy.com. That's T-H-E, travismalloy.com. And there you can find the music. Yes. You can find both clothing lines. You can find all the booking information and things like that. Yes, thank you so much. We're going to have you back. We're going to keep up with you. I'm going to play Manifestation and put on my Millions, Billions, Trillion shirt. Yes. And manifest the, oh, yes. <laughs> manifest my coins. <laughs> it's going to be a big year next year. A very big year. The we're, shift is upon us. We're going to do stuff that we never did before, that yeah. people didn't think we could do. Right. So you get ready for this show to be on TV. The producers are going to get ready to call because I'm deciding for them to call for you right now. The producers are going to start calling. The networks are getting ready to start calling. You are a superstar. I'm telling you what I'm telling you. And, the, and there's a lot of people who know that you're a superstar. But they couldn't even handle sitting next to your superstardom. So they're not around anymore. But I'm telling you right now, this show is going to be huge. 
And the reason why it's going to be huge is because when you met me, you said to me five years ago, what can I do to help you? What can I do to serve you? I'll help you whatever you need. You didn't ask me for no money. You immediately jumped into service mode. And I'm going to stop before I start crying. So I just want to tell you thank you on your show for sowing seed in me. Thank you. You got to reap what you sow. You got to reap. It's reaping season. Let me go before I start crying. Oh. <laughs> Who's supposed to close this show out? <laughs> Just start running the credits. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Make sure you're tapping with me on all my social media at Ask April Love and my website, the AskAprilLoveBrand.com.